0: Welcome to The Look Back, my pandemic podcast. The one I started a few months back, sort of in the mid-period of the pandemic, just to help myself from going insane, but these are crazy times still in 2021. Anyways, I find some time to grab some interesting, intelligent, insightful people that I worked with back in the day just to catch up with them, see what they're doing, where they're at in their day. Um, how they're doing, kind of a check-in, but also the thought of having them share some of their thoughts and experiences and a look back at their career and what they see today. Hey, 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 we're live. <laughs> oh, welcome to the Look Back, Greg Ryder. I'm looking back. Or should I look back? I cannot. Um, <laughs> be careful. You might not like what you see. I oh, hear you. I hear you. I think you're in a great place, Greg. I'm so glad to grab you. Because I think you're one of the people that I'm talking to these days that's going 120 plus miles an hour in a 60 mile an hour speed zone. You're trying to avoid the radar um, and all the other uh, challenges. You're starting a company, for those that don't know uh, e-commerce, there's this little startup company with a cool new concept called Launch Cart, And a lot of people in e-commerce are talking about it. Because it's kind of flipping the model in a way, uh, taking a lot of learning from e-commerce 1.0 and 2.0, and kind of bringing something far forward, uh, and providing something really necessary in the market. But Greg, I'm going to let, ask you to kind of give me a little description about about Launch Card, what you're doing, and how you came up with the idea.
1: Yeah, no, no you know, the, the idea really stemmed from us doing tens of millions of dollars on e-commerce using other platforms and going, yeah, they just don't do. You know, and everyone's kind of experienced this, like you get this software program, that software program, this software, and nothing does everything you want it to do, especially as a digital marketer. And I, I always tell people that, you know, I'm a self-proclaimed marketing guru, you know, so I understand that I want to generate sales and increase my average order value. And I want to do split testing and order bumps and, you know, all the cool things that real direct response marketers do. And it just, it just wasn't out there. So we like, let's, you know, and that's how it all happens, right? Let's build a product to serve our own needs. And then you start looking at it, going, "Okay, this can serve a lot of people's needs. Let's commercialize this." So it really was kind of started from that basis. Necessity, um, the mother of invention, once again, right? Exactly. No, exactly. And then, and then, I'm fortunate that I use this term. You'll like this, maybe. Um, and then I always used to tell people, I get the Gmail. I, I wake up about five in the morning, and I'm kind of like, wait, you know, getting ready to roll out of bed, and I start getting this Gmail, and be, you know, and I was using that term. Before Google Mail came out, right? So I'm getting this download. I always get these ideas at first thing in the morning. And, and it seems like it's, you know, you're trying to solve a problem or make something more efficient. So, what we're doing with LaunchCart really is one, we want to lower the barrier of entry for small business owners and entrepreneurs globally to get involved in this e commerce space. So, we're building a better, faster, higher converting platform, but we have a freemium model. So, you literally can get started for free. And not have to pay any monthly fees and actually you know, have an e-commerce site to sell and 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 you know take partake in this boom that we're experiencing. That's part A, but part B is wait a sec, what if I don't have anything to sell? Well, we created what we call the source and sell marketplace, where now we have thousands of products in the source and sell marketplace. So now you want to sell t-shirts and hats and hoodies or backpacks or shoes, you can go to the source and sell marketplace, click a few buttons populate your store with hundreds of products and still you've paid no money you don't have any inventory costs and now you can start selling stuff and you basically buy it wholesale after you sell it you pay for it and then it gets shipped out and you pocket the difference between what you paid for wholesale and the retail cost
0: that is just brilliant and then is there some customization opportunity because i know there's some um on time delivery model and some on time um what do you call it the uh
1: build to order Well, we call it manufacturing on demand, right? Print on demand and manufacturing on demand. And a lot, I was talking to somebody just yesterday and um, I go to his website, for instance, and he has on his website, t-shirts coming soon. Now, this is a guy that came from a billion, his, his parents were billionaires because they, Started one of the largest food chains and grocery store chains in the country. Mm. And he had t-shirts on his store and it said coming soon. And I asked him, it's like, he goes, well, we haven't had the, the time to get that inventory made, put an in inventory. We're trying to figure out who's going to do the fulfillment. I'm like, have you ever heard of print on demand? He goes, no, what's that? You know, it's like, oh, this is the new model. Like we're getting rid of that old model of buying inventory, putting it in our closet, in our garage, you know, in a warehouse and then picking and packing. No, there's companies that that's all they do is they buy millions of T-shirts and hats and hoodies. And then you want one, they'll buy, they'll sell you one. Now your cost is more than if you were getting 5,000 at a time, but you never, ever get stuck with inventory. So we can enable whether you're a restaurant owner, whether you're a golf instructor, whether you're a yoga instructor, whether you're a restaurant owner. All of parent. the above,
0: by the way. I do all of those things.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you can have your own merchandise store with all your own branded merch with no inventory costs, no money up front. And so when like,
0: you send you send them the, the image, you just digitally forward all the stuff of how you want it to look.
1: Yeah. No, the way our technology works is you just really upload your image inside of our back office. There's a mock-up generator. So you go, I want to have this hoodie. I want to have this t-shirt. I want to have these shoes. I want to have these flip-flops, bean bags, phone cases, laptop cases, and you position your logo or your colors, your branding, your messaging, whatever you want. And you hit save. And then it does this like photo shoot for you. So We've got, there's models and they get the, the, the Photoshop and the little magic in the background. It makes yeah. it look like you went and did a photo shoot and then you click a second button and then it's for sale in your store. Like literally in like minutes, it's for sale in your store. And I remember when I first had one of my first clients, we built a store for him. They said, hey, when did you go do the photo shoot? How, how did you have time for that photo shoot? And like, it's just this technology. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like a magician, a sleight of hand. Well, Greg, I don't know if you've heard, but there are these companies out there called Amazon and Shopify and all these other people that are just giants in the industry. Surely they've, they've absorbed some of this uh, concept. No.
1: Yeah. No Shopify. Who's kind of our, 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 our competitor that we're going after. We yeah. figured we, we only got to take, you know, just a little bit of like one, one hundredth of a market share from shop from Shopify to be a yeah. billion dollar company. Um, and, and really with Shopify, like to, you, seriously, when you go to Shopify and this is i i can't believe i say this but it's the truth yeah you, you go to Shopify. I tell people it's like imagine you have a 1400 hundred dollar new samsung phone mm-hmm. and it's a smartphone and you go buy it for 1400 bucks and the only thing it does is make and receive a phone call what if you had to go to the app store and you had to download an app for your calendar for your messaging for for everything your calculator and all that kind of stuff right that's how Shopify is. Shopify allows you to sell something online, but if you want to collect customer reviews, you got to go get an app and install it and it costs extra money. You want to do an exit pop to do name acquisition. You got to go get an app, install it and collect and charge you extra money. You want to, you want to have a, a support desk. So you can actually, you know, offer customer support to your, to your customers. You got to go get an app, install it and it costs you extra money. So the next thing you know, you've got 13 apps installed and your bill 600 a month and you haven't even launched yet. And on top of that, every time you install an app, it's third-party technology you're talking to, it slows <laughs> your page load speed. Right. Slow down your page load speed, you hurt conversions and sales. So it costs you even more money.
0: Wow. It seems to me like I hearken back to Microsoft, back in the day they they developed Office. I'm sorry, they developed Word and then Excel and then PowerPoint, and these were all individual applications that they sold, and then they smartly came up with their own. Hey, why don't we just sell Microsoft Office and right. and just drive it all into that? It's almost like you've created the office for Spotify, but now you're competing with for
1: Shopify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then and then so then having the freemium model allows us to onboard people a little bit easier. And now let's take Amazon, the other big behemoth. Right. So Amazon, which most people don't realize this, so this is worth saying, Amazon marketplace is made up of over five million individual entrepreneurs or small business owners they buy the inventory they take the risk and they just list their products for sale on amazon right, right. so it's really not amazon buying all those products all. it's five million people now here's the, the good and bad to that it's good because they bring you the buyers with the credit cards the bad is when you start really making sales and really get something going Shopify can steal your idea, cut you off and take your business. I'll give you an example. I had a guy that was doing jump ropes, okay? <laughs> he got his jump rope business up to where he okay. was doing 100. He was doing over 20 between 20,000 and 40,000 a month of jump ropes for a long time. Then it got up to where it was like $100,000 dollars a month of jump ropes. Nice. Well, that <laughs> was nice until one day Amazon cut him off, turned his store off, and then one day, making the revenue, next day nothing are you kidding they went direct to the supplier he was getting the the jump ropes from and they're selling they're selling the exact same jump ropes and now you've probably heard amazon's coming out with their own label the amazon brand
0: yeah that doesn't surprise me at all i mean we've seen it with kirkland right right And, and so why why not i mean you're going to come up with your own brand at some point too
1: yeah so hundreds and hundreds of people every day lose their business on Amazon. So what everybody that does that sells on Amazon, there's all the trainers that teach you how to make money on Amazon. They also teach you, you better get a store and you better get your products on your own store. And your goal is to sell on Amazon the first sale, the second sale, you want them to buy from you directly. Now you avoid Amazon's fees. And if anybody ever gets off your site, you know, if Amazon ever shuts you down, you have your own business, your own customer base. Because that's (laughs) your thing too. When you sell on Amazon, guess who customer it is? Amazon. It's Amazon's customer, <laughs> yeah. You don't have the rights to market that customer. So you is that a
0: business? Is that really ca- a business? But I capture the user's information somewhere down the food chain. No.
1: Well, you get the, the if you if if fulfillment by Amazon's happening, you may or may not get it right. Well, that's right. But they fulfill. If, 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 if you're if you're doing your own fulfillment, you'll get the fulfillment information, but you don't get the phone number. You're not, you're, not you're, you're, you're by your terms of service, you're not supposed to email them and market to them and you're not supposed to contact them. Now, a lot of people try to do that and they do. And of course you put in the little, you know, you, you put in like your little insert into your packaging that, that tells people to go to your website, but it is against the terms of service to market to their customers. Wow,
0: that's pretty onerous.
1: So do you think the tide will turn or are you, are you,
0: are you feeling like you have a, a nice little niche opportunity or will people wake up and we'll see a, um, a whole swell move in this direction?
1: Well, I, I, I think we have a, a nice little niche that's a really, you know, from a market cap standpoint, it's a big niche. Because first of all, every study that's coming out in e-commerce, that more and more people want to support small business. Like with this whole COVID and the cancel culture and what's been going on there, there's just tens of millions of people that want to support small business and get away from the big the big corporations. And, and so and, and social media and all the kind of social you know stuff that we have enables us to build the relationships directly. That's one. And then two, on, on, on that's on the e-commerce side, then on the, the source and sell side, that's we're, we're creating another distribution channel. So we're just like another Amazon going, hey, if you're, if you're selling on Amazon, why wouldn't you list your stuff in launch cart, source and sell marketplace and allow launch cart sellers to sell your stuff? and you, you, you're just having another distribution channel and i'll give you a quick little story that you'll appreciate more than yeah. most so about 15 years ago i was invited to invest in a company called dgk and it was it was a street it was a, a streetwear brand and st- dgk stood for dirty ghetto kids okay DGK. and it was over here in carlsbad california just about 20 miles from me okay. and in those days what did they do they made the t-shirts the hats the streetwear brand they went knocking on doors to every skateboard shop, every surfboard shop and say, hey, will you carry my brand? You know, one store carries it, two store carries it. Next thing you know, they got two or three or four or 500 stores up and down the whole entire West Coast. Every skateboard shop, every surfboard shop start carrying this brand. They built up a nice little six, seven, eight million dollar a year business. Then one day, the little pixie dust, the celebrity pixie dust got sprinkled on it because uh, Justin Bieber was caught wearing one of the hats. Oh, so big. And then it became big and then went to like $20 million, right? Yeah. But the whole idea of Launch Cart and the source and sell marketplace was how do we duplicate that model, right? Yeah. How do we duplicate that model online? So imagine you come to me and you say, Greg, I've invented a new weightlifting thing, right? I got this little, this little, this little exercise piece of equipment. And let's fast forward a year from now. Let's assume that we have a million people on our platform. Well, we're a data company at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So as a data company, I say, who's your avatar? And you say, well, this, this is really designed for that youth, that younger, that 18, to maybe 30-year-old, you know, gym rat, right? I go, okay, I go through our database, go out of our million sellers, we have 50,000 of them that sell to that avatar. So that's 50,000 potential stores that might want to carry your product. So then we cut a deal with you, for advertising, and then we put you and your product in front of our fifty thousand stores that have your exact avatar. And then you say, we say, here's the commission he's willing to pay. He's going to drop ship it. You don't have to put no risk on inventory, and he gets the customer data. You get the customer data, and, and you get a commit. Every everyone works out, and yeah. so it's just a way to duplicate. What happens right now in brick and mortar all over the world, right? You go into Nordstrom's, there are certain things that are Nordstrom's that are in other retailers. There are certain things in Target that are another other retailers, there are certain things in Walmart that are everywhere, right? So it's the same way of doing that on a mass scale with millions of sellers. And it's a different distribution model that no one's ever invented. Wow, <laughs> that's fun.
0: And spinning this forward, I mean, the amount of data you have on all these customers can really you know, help these merchants who are not necessarily great marketers really get the lift and then they're not paying on the front end for all the technology on the back end for all the uh uh the fees they have to pay out to people like amazon right no and it's interesting too. the net net return or savings for a person on your platform versus a shopify or amazon could be 10 20 percent
1: i would imagine even more in some cases right even more um, and especially for the small, the small entrepreneur, the, the one that the guy that wants to get started at a hundred dollars a month. Now again, you think about this as as a business. You know, what if I had a million people online on um, board and they were only all doing a thousand dollars a month or two thousand dollars a month of of sales? It's 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 meaningful as as a as a as a million of them at a time. So now it's two hundred million dollars gross monthly volume or whatever, two billion dollars, whatever that would be. But it's not in the overall scope of things. But you think about how it can change communities, like whether you're sitting in some, you know, uh, low income community here in the United States, or you're sitting in India or, or Bangladesh or Malaysia or South Africa. And I teach you how to build a, you go create a store on for free, you add some products to your store for free, and then you learn how to do a Facebook post, an Instagram post, a Pinterest post, some Instagram lives. And next thing you know, you do $1,000 a month in sales and your profits $300. We're changing your life. Yeah, that
0: is meaningful. No question about it. Right. And I think it's supplemental to a lot of people. It's primary to a lot of people. Right. Fantastic. So tell me about the launch coming up and, and what are your plans? And um, I know it's exciting times.
1: Well, we, we've we been working on this for three years and we launched our MVP over a year ago. We've had over 30,000 people sign up really, literally with no marketing. So we said, okay, our feature set is is, is, is where at, at, at this point today, as of right now today, we are a viable alternative to Shopify. Now, am I going to say we're a competitor to Shopify? Can we do everything Shopify? No way. They got $6 billion cash in the bank. They're the, big, they're the big e-commerce SaaS platform out there. But we have people leaving Shopify every day and setting up a launch cart because of the vision we have and some of the features we have. So we, we said, okay, we're officially launching February 2nd. So uh, that's our official launch date. And we're just kind of letting the world know we exist. And, you know, I'm proud to let the world know we exist where, you know, six months ago, I wasn't ready. I, you know, it's like, you know, that first impression is everything. And you want to be able to, you know, put your best foot forward. So when people create a story, they go, wow, look at this feature. Look at that feature. So we're there and we're in that launch mode. And then I'm really excited that right off the tail of this launch, you know, date, we're going to be announcing uh, our live stream selling. And our live stream selling feature is another super cool feature. It allows anybody to be like their own home shopping network where you can tie right back into your store, keep track of your inventory, but you can be streaming on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, YouTube and have a little overlay on your video and a little countdown timer, just like you got your own home shopping network channel. And that's really, really exploding. It's going to be one of the big things happening. And then right on the tail of that, we're announcing, you know, the launch of our, um, we acquired the rights to a line of fairy tale characters that I know I've told you about that includes Cinderella and Snow White and Tinkerbell and Peter Pan and Little Red Riding Hood. And we're putting all these characters on thousands of products and putting them in our marketplace. So we're going to allow our sellers to sell Tinkerbell and Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and Snow White branded products. And that's coming up the first of March.
0: Wow, that's some great endorsements uh, and great partnerships. That helps really change the. Change the velocity of some of these sales, I would think.
1: Yeah. No, it just kind of puts the credibility into, you know, you don't get those kind of deals if you don't have something of substance and it gives us that credibility and kind of will keep this momentum and keep the momentum going and going and going. And we just want to keep onboarding people and onboarding people and keep working and keep building.
0: You know, it's funny, you you landed this place and I think it's a lot of innovation wrapped into something so simple, but isn't that what it's all about? Not coming up with something that's. Super difficult or challenging, but it's enabling. You're taking a whole concept that that a lot of people could participate in. I'm going to open up a store.
1: Why not? Yeah, exactly. No, that that's a that's a really good example too. Like, and and I call it so, uh, scope creep, right? Whenever you're in the software business, feature feature creep, scope creep. It's like, oh, we want to do this. Oh, we want to do that. Oh, we want to, and then by the time you get to where you're like Shopify, you practically need a PhD to build and set up your store, and it takes you three weeks to do it or a month to do it, right? I literally could take your logo, go start a store while we're talking, in between us talking, and I could have you up and running and making sales in about 30 minutes because I'm pretty fast on my own platform. Other people might take a little bit longer, but yeah, I could yeah. do it. Like well, I actually, and what do I, I, do I, I implement like a Stripe a, or a PayPal or something like that? Yeah, we use Stripe and PayPal. Oh, and good. if you don't have a merchant account, we yeah. get you a free Stripe or PayPal. You know, you can get PayPal for free and you can get Stripe for free. I think someone so. gets a, a pre-approved merchant account. Which that was another one of the big hurdles back in the old days, is just even getting a merchant account. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: there's all kinds of interesting ways for these uh, for these entrepreneurs to build their craft, to hone their skills. I love this idea about your own V, uh, not uh, your own uh, shopping network. Yeah, leverage video; it's super easy. Leverage social.
1: Well, and the other thing too is our platform allows you to sell digital products. So let's say you created like a, a video series on you know how to hang glide. And you yeah. wanted to sell your video series, you know, the seven video series on how to hang glide, which I say that because I'm a hang glider pilot. And that's the first thing that came to mind, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but, and again, that's the other thing we teach people is do something you're passionate about. So if I was going to start a store, I'd want to do it about hang gliding because I'm a hang glider pilot. And I could sell hang gliding t-shirts. I could sell hang gliding gear and all kinds of stuff. But th- that idea that you could just pick a niche and kind of go deep down that niche, it's, it's simple and it's easy.
0: Well, YouTube kind of proved that, right? That like there's an opportunity for that. But then people complain about how much YouTube uh, takes or you, how much it's hard to make money on YouTube. I know some people kill it, but um, well, this is the next extension, right?
1: Yeah. Well, no. And the thing about digital content, you take the time to create it, you take the time to record it, you got 97% profit margins. You got to pay 3% for the credit card fees, you know, the MasterCard fees, American Express, but then the rest is just pure gravy. Man. And so you can use our platform to do that. So I was talking to a friend of mine. She goes, I'm going to do live stream selling. I'm going to do training and coaching and training and coaching. And at the end, I'm going to say, if you want to get my product, here's where you can get the product and take it to the next level.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, Greg, it's it's uh, it's sure going to be fun. What has you most excited? Uh, what do you, what are the key things you're focused on to see how well this is doing? Is it how many stores come online or how many
1: shoppers buy? What are you looking at as a, as a well, marketing yeah the kpis that we really have to look at is 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 like the top four or five would be your gross monthly volume like how much volume is going through the entire platform uh how many people are signing up to create a store how many people actually get a store created right so it's like if we have a thousand people you know sign up to create like right now we're getting about 50 people a day so 50 people a day sign up to get a free store because it's free you're always gonna get the tire kickers like let me check this out right right um but how many of them actually get their Stripe account and hook up their PayPal, you know, and get that? And that's one of our KPIs. We we track. We went from about eight percent of our customers and getting their Stripe account set up, and it's been it went to eight to nine to ten to eleven. Last I checked, we we're almost at twelve percent of all of the people that sign up get their Stripe account set up, and that, and that's kind of like in the first you know thirty days. Um, so we we're managed monitoring those KPIs, and and as we kind of get our marketplace going, that's a whole nother side of things. How how do we onboard? brands, uh, what's the gross monthly volume going through that, and we're going to keep track of all that stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic.
0: Okay, so I don't want to take too much of your time. You you promised me 30 minutes, but uh, I may even give you one back. I think the question I have is, um, you know, you're a big vision thinker besides the dashboard that you'll look at every hour, <laughs> wake up thinking about, go to bed thinking about, what's, what's on a big horizon for you? Where do you want to take LaunchCard?
1: No, our, our goal really is to take, you know, get our get our piece of the market share, uh, you know, get c- customers and clients from all over the world and take the company public. So I'm 59 years old. I turned 60 in about 14 days on the 12th of February. And I wanna kind of, I've always helped entrepreneurs and I've been an entrepreneur's coach and I was a former investment banker. And so I understand wealth creation through equity. And this is my chance to kind of create some generational wealth for my family, make a difference in communities all over the world, give people access to things they don't have access to make it easier for them and then take the company public and step aside and let some young kids run it.
0: (laughs) Share the wealth, baby. That's a great story. What a, what a nice message. Great way to leave out. I just want to offer uh, my, my support, my congratulations, and I'm going to be watching. I know a lot of the folks here will be so uh, good luck. We'll check back
1: with you in a little bit. I appreciate it. And I always end every interview I do with saying this one thing. And Do what I do. I tell people, wake up with an attitude of gratitude and then find somebody, tell them you love them and I promise you'll have a better day. Thanks, man.
0: Thanks, Greg. Love it. Thanks for listening to The Look Back. We do appreciate your support. Welcome any feedback and would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and even consider sharing it with some of your friends. For more information and other cool info, check us out at newmanmediastudios.com.